0: Part two of the week 12 preview episode of the Bearstalk Underground is brought to you by MyBookie. Hey, guys, have you ever wanted to place a place to bet but didn't because you were afraid to pick the wrong team? This Thanksgiving, it's finally possible for you to get a 100% refund on your bet if you lose it. With the Turkey Day free play, you can bet the spread on either the Bears or the Lions tomorrow. If it wins, you win. If it loses, my bookie will give you your money back up to $250. You literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. My bookie offers such a great product, and there has literally never been a better time to try them out. Unless your sports book is offering deals like this, I think you should make the switch. I've never heard of a book doing something like this before, and I doubt I ever will again. These guys are trustworthy, fast, and helpful, so I know that they're good for it. New to sports betting and have lots of questions? That's okay, too, because MyBookie's patient customer service can walk you through any questions you have about how betting works. Sign up this week, and MyBookie will give you a 50% bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Log into MyBookie right now and use the promo code BEARS25 to get a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code BEARS25. You don't need a promo code for your Turkey Day free play. If you lose, they'll simply credit the money back into your account automatically. So what are you waiting for? Sign up today and don't miss out on the gravy train at my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. This week on the Bears Talk Underground, with two down and one to go in this three-game divisional gauntlet, our beloved head back out on the road for a Thanksgiving Day rematch in Detroit where they look to close out their first sweep of the Lions since 2012 and finish out this divisional stretch a perfect 3-0. Do the Bears have enough left in the tank to do it, and what will it take? All of this and so much more on Part 2 of the Week 12 Preview Episode of The Bears Talk Underground. quick turnaround here we are once again to finish out the week 12 preview uh for the final steps to get us up to thursday morning's game between the bears and the lions can our beloved finish out this three-game divisional stretch a perfect three and 0 with a win over the lions what's going on everybody larry d back for the week 12 preview episode part number two of the bears talk underground and um you know, the stakes have definitely gone up. You know, uh, when, when I had Jeremy Reisman on the show last night from Pride of Detroit to talk about, uh, you know, the preview of the game, we, we, we kind of talked in, in maybes or probabilities of the fact that uh, the Bears might be taking the field without Mitchell Trubisky uh, on Thursday, and um, it's a done deal, basically. Uh, the Bears have done everything but come out and just flat out say Trubisky is not playing uh, tomorrow. Uh, he was officially listed as doubtful uh, for tomorrow's game uh, against the Lions, which means he has a 75% chance of not playing tomorrow against the Lions. Uh, and then earlier this after, later on in the day, earlier this afternoon, I should say, the Bears signed uh, Tyler Bray, quarterback Tyler Bray, off of the practice squad, likely to serve as backup to Chase Daniel in the game uh, tomorrow morning and released Marcus Cooper in the process. So, uh, Marcus Cooper, who, um, had a very troubled tenure, uh, with the bears was very excited to shine the, to sign with the bears last year was the starter, uh, for the first couple of weeks, um, had that horrible moment where he decided to walk in the last 10 yards of that blocked field goal against the Steelers. Ended up getting caught from behind by Vance McDonald, the tight end. There was a huge controversy about the fumble. He didn't cross the goal line and blah, blah, blah. And the Bears ended up not scoring a touchdown Uh, on the play it had to settle for a field goal which was the difference in the Bears being able to close the game out in regular regulation and have or having to go into overtime which is what was needed to win that game against the Steelers uh, week three of last year Uh, then he he was injured and while he was injured Kyle Fuller reemerged as an option uh, for the Bears and had a found an outstanding season last year and basically has not given up his spot in the starting lineup since Uh, The Bears uh, released him and then re-signed him to a one-year deal uh, coming into 2018. Um, I think he had some hamstring issues uh, in in preseason. And even after he was healthy again, he's been on the inactive list pretty much every week uh, of the season. So to see that he's going to not be on the team anymore... It's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. It's about as much difference as it makes. We needed to open up a roster spot to make room for Tyler Bray, and that's how the Bears did it, by letting go of uh, of Marcus Cooper. So all signs point to Chase Daniel being the man tomorrow uh, in Detroit, and Mitchell Trubisky uh, checking this one out in in street clothes and and hoping that the Bears uh, can uh, pull this one out uh, against Detroit. I don't expect much to change on the offensive side. Uh, we certainly, I do think it would definitely change how the Lions play uh, against us. Uh, they won't need uh, to keep in a, a linebacker to spy like they did with Jared Davis, uh, you know, a, a week number 10, a couple of weeks ago, uh, to, to make sure to, to account for Mitchell Trubisky's ability to run, break the pocket, scramble, whatever you want to call it. Um, Chase Daniel does make a play or two with his feet but he's nowhere near the danger uh that Mitchell Trubisky is I mean Trubisky's the leading rusher um of all quarterbacks in the league right now he's ahead of Cam Newton and he's he's got like six more yards on like 25 fewer carries uh as well just to give you an indication of how well Mitch is doing while running the ball um this year you know Daniel uh he, he can make a play with his feet he can run for first down if he has to but he's not the danger Uh, that Trubisky is on on the ground so it it definitely could help the Lions in the passing game believe it or not because they won't have to keep in Jared Davis to keep Trubisky honest on the ground and put him out in the middle of the field remember how wide open our receivers were in that game against the Lions the first time around maybe having an extra body in the secondary will uh, be able to help slow things down uh, in the passing game Uh, for the Lions even with Darius Slay the rest of the uh, the rest of the um, secondary for the um, for the Lions is not very good and you heard that coming from Jeremy Reisman last night uh, in part one of the uh, preview saying that you know the secondary just isn't flat out it flat out just isn't good so Darius Lake can help but it's you know like trying to put a bandit on a bullet wound uh essentially so you know as far as Lions fans are concerned hearing that Chase Daniel uh isn't playing tomorrow is good news on one end because the guy that threw for 355 three touchdowns and ran for a fourth won't be playing against them and number two for those that uh, are efficient in the in or proficient whatever you want to call it in x and x's and o's won't have to uh, give up and sacrifice a, a body in coverage in Jared Davis to, uh, to spy um, Chase Daniel to keep him from uh, running or scrambling uh, or anything like that. So it could be a good thing for the Lions uh, in, in two spots instead of just the one, as, as in Trubisky not playing uh, on Sunday. And, and, and how the Bears handle that is, is what's really going to be interesting uh, to see. Uh, tomorrow they they did switch up some of their blocking schemes on sunday night against the the vikings that were able to to open up things in the middle uh for jordan howard he was a more jordan howard like 3.5 yards per carry on the ground as opposed to you know when we played the lions a a couple of weeks back 11 carries for 21 yards that's 1.9 yards a carry that's no bueno so uh if if uh if we're running the football with Howard then I want to see more of the how we did with the Vikings where first contact is being made after he breaks the line of scrimmage and he's able to fall forward after two or three more as opposed to just being stopped cold at the line of scrimmage and and you know barely being able to make it back to the point of uh to the point of the ball being snapped and it it's it's going to be interesting because I, I, I said with Jeremy yesterday, I either expect a feast or famine for Chase Daniel to start the game uh, tomorrow. I honestly think the Bears will either come out and run the ball three or four straight times with Jordan Howard to try to get him going, or they'll come out and have Chase Daniel throwing short yard short short outs or short slants, something like that, to try to get him going, and get him into a rhythm uh, to get the offense started uh, kind of thing. So th- that's what I think we'll see. Tomorrow, I'm sure that Nagy will do his best to, to mix it up, but I, I think that we'll definitely see more of one than the other uh, uh, tomorrow uh, against the uh, against the Lions. You know, will we will we come out and and try to focus more on the runs so to ease things up on 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 Daniel when we throw the football with him, or will we just say to hell with it, give him the ball, see what he does with it? You know, start slinging it around the field and uh, you know get the get the chains moving, get the blood flowing, and and let's get to it uh, kind of thing. Uh, Granted, uh, Chase Daniel does not have much actual playing experience uh, in the NFL outside of preseason uh, and whatnot. Uh, This will only be his third career start in this, his 10th professional season uh, as a quarterback. But he is earning the money that he is for a reason. People don't just keep handing him this money because he's got a good agent who gets him paid uh, or anything like that. The guy is proficient in this offense. He knows it. He would learn this offense under Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy in Philadelphia. He learned it some more in in Kansas City uh, from Matt Nagy and such, and that's why we brought him here to Chicago. Because he knows the offense, because he is a veteran, he could help Mitch Trubisky learn it because he already knows it. And we actually saw that effect happening in the preseason. You know, Remember when we were all up in arms, none of us are really happy, myself included, when Matt Nagy decided to bench the starters for the dress rehearsal game against the Chiefs and they threw out all the second teamers, including Chase Daniel, who went out there and had an outstanding afternoon against the Chiefs starters, ran them off the field, essentially, made Javon Wims a star that I'm sure that we're all disappointed he's still not on the field on a regular basis yet, but... You know, he went out there against the Chiefs, who are a nine and two football team right now, by the way. And I know it was preseason, so the stakes weren't really there. But nonetheless, you can't deny what's what that what that dress rehearsal game is, and what the Bears were able to do with the number twos across the board. We we, we you know we, we went up against one of the better teams in the NFL, and, and we beat them uh, in the first half quite handily. Uh, I'll 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 you know remind you as well. So Chase Daniel can do it. I definitely think I'm not worried. I have no doubt whatsoever. We're going to win tomorrow. We are absolutely going to win. Number one, because Chase Daniel is going to do just fine running the offense. No matter how we get started, he knows the offense, he can do it. But uh, everybody on defense is healthy and, and ready to go. So Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, uh, Roquan, Danny Trevathan, Kyle Fuller Prince of Mukamura, Eddie Jackson, they're all healthy they're all ready and <laughs> they're coming to detroit uh ready to go so maybe that's what detroit needs to worry about a hell of a lot more than who we have under center uh because those guys have had uh you know an amazing month starting with the jets then the bills stomping on the the lions for six sacks uh, 10 days ago and then you know, getting after Kirk Cousins, uh, causing three turnovers, putting a touchdown in the end zone, you know, an interception in the end zone for Eddie Jackson. The defense is hot right now. They are ready, and they'll be out and getting after uh, Detroit once again, and uh, I have no doubt we'll be able to, to, beat, the, uh, to beat the Lions uh, uh, tomorrow. So, I mean, things are definitely interesting without Trubisky uh, playing, um, but uh, I definitely think that we're going to be just fine. Now, Talking about Trubisky and this injury, nobody in Hallis Hall is uh, worried or speaking in panicked tones or or anything about what this injury is. Uh, The rumor mill is also very positive in saying that if the Bears and Lions were playing at a regular Sunday game, there's a very good chance that Trubisky would have played uh, on Sunday. But instead, we have the short week. Um, He woke up stiff and, you know, not ready yesterday. Um, even more so than he was on Monday, makes, more, makes all the sense in the world that we would sit him this week. We've essentially got a, a mini buy after this. we got 10 days between Thanksgiving Day and uh, Sunday, December 2nd, when we play the, uh, the uh, I want to say Detroit Lions, It's all I've said for the, for the majority of the last two weeks, uh, the Giants. We go on the road to the Meadowlands to play the Giants uh, on, on December 2nd everyone is confident that Mitch will be healthy and ready to go uh, for that game. So it's not like, you know, that, uh, that Kevin white injury where we thought it was shin splints and it turned out he broke the damn bone and he missed his rookie year because of it kind of thing. It's I remember how pissed off I was at Ryan pace about that, about how he kind of downplayed what it was downplayed, what it was. And then all of a sudden when he, when he's finally ready to tell the truth, it's tell us that he's what he's done for the year. He's not coming back uh, kind of thing. So uh they're not downplaying this. Uh, you know, I don't think they're they're making light of it or, or anything like that. I think it, it's just not serious. It's a, an AC joint bruise, is what people think it is. It's it's not a big deal, but it is his throwing shoulder. I also believe had it been his non-throwing shoulder, he'd still play. I really do. So Mitch wants to be out there, but um, so it's it's not serious. Um, it's actually not something that's going to get worse if he keeps playing on it or anything like that it just uh wouldn't be smart football to put him out there this week uh against the uh against the lions because it just shoulder injuries are a bitch man they really hurt so uh yeah so he's not going to be out there uh on thursday uh to finish out the uh injury report only three people on the list for the bears aaron lynch and adam shaheen both on the list for concussions and neither one of them practiced this week and they're both listed as out. Uh, Trubisky, with the right shoulder injury, was listed as uh, did not practice, and has been officially listed as doubtful. So, like I said, d- doubtful is as close to being as close to saying they're not playing without actually saying it. So, when when we see Trubisky on the inactive list tomorrow, I don't want anyone to be surprised. On the Detroit Lions side, the do not practice guys for the for the three weeks or three weeks three days. Uh, practice carry on johnson and marvin jones jr both with knee injuries jeremy reisman told us about that uh you know last night uh both were did not practice all three days listed as out uh against the bears tomorrow so no carry on johnson no marvin jones jr and you guys if if you listen to the show last night you know uh, jeremy's uh you know the cupboard is bare no pun intended uh at the wide receiver spot to giving the you know uh, targets and their best running back isn't playing uh, tomorrow. So, the, you know, the, that's fewer bullets in the chamber for that Detroit Lion offense. is definitely bad news uh, uh, for the Lions. So, I mean, it's, that's not good. Uh, limited in practice uh, all three days this week. Uh, Ezekiel Ansah with a shoulder injury. Bruce Ellington, who uh, Jeremy talked about being somewhat of a, a boost to the offense against the Panthers on Sunday, uh, was limited with a back injury. Damon Harrison, a.k.a. Snacks Harrison, was limited with a shoulder injury. Uh, Michael Roberts, the tight end, limited with a shoulder injury. A'shaun Robinson, limited with an ankle injury. And Darius Slay, limited with a knee injury. All of those players were listed as questionable, which means there is a 75% chance that they will play uh, uh, tomorrow. So most likely we're going to see Darius Slay, whereas we did not see him um last week when we played them for week 10 so so there's um, some brightness on on the injury report but losing on Johnson not having Marvin Jones among the passing targets for uh for the Lions might make things a bit difficult uh for uh, Stafford and company to get something going against this bear defense that is playing pretty much lights out football uh at this point so i mean it's uh it's a short run to the finish line on this one the bears and get past the lions on thursday they got a mini buy to get ready for the lions in 10 days they get a, a nice rest between now and their next ball game against the giants and um then we have some very important football uh after that the two games after the lions are the rams on sunday night football and the rematch against the packers uh sunday afternoon so i mean uh that's uh, that's the one that I want. That's the one we're circling. We win that game, yeah, I, I want that one bad. I want that one bad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with the way that we played in that first game and the team that we've become over the last 10 weeks, we can beat Green Bay, and I think we can make it ugly too. I really do. You know, Trubisky is a better quarterback now than he was 10 weeks ago. And um, we all learned a hard lesson that night about taking our foot off the gas pedal. It's not a mistake the Bears are going to make again. If they get out to a lead again against Green Bay the same way they did week one, there's no stopping this time. There is no easing up or uh, playing not to lose or getting conservative or anything. The Bears will smell blood in the water. This time they will take Aaron Rodgers' leg off of his body to make sure that he can't come back out this uh the the you know i i totally and wholeheartedly uh, believe that that is definitely something that will happen when we get a second crack at aaron Rodgers and the packers if we get them on the ropes there's no letting them up the bears will not let them breathe i have no doubt about that uh whatsoever so uh let's see quick uh, little news and notes here well talking about going from the outhouse to the penthouse our boy cody parkey Last week, people were calling for his job, saying Ryan Pace needs to bring in uh, kickers to audition for the job at the very least, kind of shake him up in the spot and, and all the rest of that stuff. Now he's our NFC special teams player of the week after going three for three against the Vikings. Three field goals of 33, 41, and 48 made the difference in the Bears winning that game on Sunday Night Football in the cold in the national spotlight with the whole world uh watching. So congrats to uh Cody Parkey. You went from being on the bear down list and being a wanted man in Chicago to being on the bear up list and the NFC special teams player of the week. So kudos uh to Cody for bouncing back and um to uh excuse me, Tariq Cohen and Khalil Mack respectively leading their positions in Pro Bowl voting right now. I know that sounds so weird. A, play, a, a, a Chicago Bear being considered for the Pro Bowl but it's a real thing you know. Khalil Mack leading all outside linebackers uh, in voting right now Tariq Cohen actually leading the votes for punt returners uh, or special teamers or you know whatever that designation uh, is but Tariq Cohen is leading the NFC uh, in that category uh, right now so it didn't uh, I tried to find out and see where other Bears might be but uh, I couldn't find uh, the information to see like where is uh Danny Trevathan where's Eddie Jackson uh Kyle Fuller where is uh Akeem Hicks where's he at you know let's let's find out where they are and, and kind of thing and then and then see what kind of love if any Trubisky might be getting not I'm not saying he's having a Pro Bowl year I'm saying that I just want to see if people are recognizing him and uh but I wasn't able to find a breakdown of who the top 10 vote getters or get uh, are at this point uh or anything like that but it was a headline or I saw, I saw a tweet actually on uh, on Twitter saying that uh, Khalil Mack and Tariq Cohen are leading the outside linebacker and, uh, you know, return specialist um, categories right now in the Pro Bowl. So that's at least two guys we got going. But uh, Akeem Hicks definitely needs to be going. Um, Kyle Fuller definitely needs to be, um, you know, should be up there as far as cornerbacks are concerned. Uh, Eddie Jackson uh, should be up there. Definitely. And everybody should be getting votes at the very least. Eddie Goldman should be getting votes. Uh, Trevathan, maybe even Roquan as well. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a stacked defense. We're one of the best in the league for a reason. You know, as much as everybody wants to give all of the credit to uh, Khalil Mack, he's a catalyst, no doubt. But we were a good defense before he came to town. Having him on the team just makes us special. So, uh, yeah, so there we go. Khalil Mack. Uh, leading the outside linebacker vote-getters right now in Pro Bowl voting, Tariq Cohen leading the return specialist category uh, in the Pro Bowl voting. So hopefully we can bank on at least two guys going. But uh, the cool thing about the Pro Bowl voting is that it's three-tiered. You have the fans, you have the players, and then you have, I think, the media or something like that. But the the players vote amongst their peers, and uh, which I think bodes well for the Bears because – even if the national media or, you know, some of the fans only want to pick out the sexy names uh, that are doing things, the peers, you know, will recognize, yeah, the Bears are, uh, yeah, they're pretty damn good uh, this year. So um, hopefully that will, that will help out in getting some of our beloved uh, going to Orlando uh, for the Pro Bowl or at least voted in because I think we would all enjoy it if they couldn't play because that means that with the Pro Bowl being played between the uh, NFC, the championship games and the Super Bowl that weekend is Pro Bowl weekend still. That, uh, hey, Khalil Mack and company can't make it to the Pro Bowl because they're getting ready to play for the championship in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. Wouldn't that just be awful? So, but um, anyway, in this game tomorrow, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. In this game tomorrow, it's uh, essential that the Bears uh, basically do. Keep doing what they were doing uh, against Detroit, you know, the, the first time around. Uh, I don't think that the secondary is going to be so vastly improved with Darius Slay that we we won't be able to throw the ball at all. Uh, we know that Ch- Chase Daniels is a good quarterback as far as being able to throw uh, the football. We saw as much in the preseason. I know it's only preseason and the level of competition isn't the same, but the facts don't lie. The offense ran better in the preseason with Daniel under center than it did with Trubisky. That's that's just the truth, you know. Trubisky didn't have the experience uh, in the in the offense just yet. Daniel kno- knew it like the back of his hand, so and he ran it like someone who knew the offense that well. So I mean, it was it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't difficult to see that that's the truth. Uh, with Chase Daniel out there in the preseason, he was he played better in the preseason than. Than uh, then Trubisky did that's that's just the facts so it, it never changed the fact that Trubisky was going to be the guy he was going to be the starter uh, come week one against Green Bay but if you if if you had to hinge at all on who played better in the preseason Chase Daniel would have been the week one starter that's just the, those are just facts but we know that Chase Daniel can throw the football we know that he knows the offense so he knows where the receivers are supposed to be, where they're supposed to be making breaks on their routes and so on and so forth. So it's not like we're just going to chuck the, the passing game and, and give a heavy dose of Jordan Howard and try to mix it up with those jet sweeps that I hate uh, and everything like that. We're going to run the offense. It just won't be as dynamic with that probability or that uh, possibility I should say of uh, you know Mitch pulling up stakes and just taking off if nothing is there uh, in the game. So I'm um, I don't think that Daniel is a, is a mistake-prone guy. He's going to try to force something that isn't there. So we might see a few more passes sail into the uh, sidelines when nothing is there as opposed to uh, you know Mitch trying to just try to run for the first down or, or, or what have you. So uh, I do think that we will see a bit more running uh, tomorrow, but I do think otherwise we're going to see the Bears' offense being run uh, by its quarterback. So And then tomorrow that was just going to be Chase Daniel unless a miracle happens between now uh, and tomorrow morning. Because like I said, he's listed as doubtful. They haven't said that he's out yet. So Trubisky is, you know, you know if, if you want to be um, stubborn about it, Trubisky is going to play until the inactive list comes out and he's on it tomorrow. So we can play it like that. Uh, I would be floored if Trubisky plays, and I'm actually at a point right now, I hope that he doesn't play. I hope that he doesn't play because... I don't want anything happening to make it worse uh, or anything like that, or I don't want him out there trying to be tough when we've got a good enough football team to win uh, this game without him. So, I mean, I I want them to play it like none of us are really fans of of the Bears sitting Robinson or Khalil Mack in those those games against uh, New York and and Buffalo, but it turned out to be the right move because their first game back against the Lions a couple of weeks ago We murdered them. Khalil Mack was big on the defensive side, and Allen Robinson was a beast against the Lions uh, in that football game. So it turned out to be a genius move, and I think that we should play it the same way uh, with Mitch. We have a winnable game uh, against the Lions tomorrow. We can do it without him, and we've got a mini-bye, and everybody is saying that if the Bears were playing the Lions on Sunday, that Mitch would probably most likely be playing Uh, on Sunday because he'd have an extra three days to get ready uh, for the game an extra three days to ice him up to heal him up whatever you want to do uh, to get ready he would most likely play in a Sunday game so everyone believes wholeheartedly he will be playing next Sunday uh, against the uh, against the Giants after having this week off so let's go ahead and play it that way let Chase Daniel get us through this one let the defense keep playing the like the monsters that they have been uh, the last uh, three games, and uh, we'll take it from there. Last four games, I should say, New York, Buffalo, um, Detroit, and then Minnesota. And here we are uh, with the Lions again. You know, the defense has been been out there eating the last four weeks, and we got four victories to show for it. We finished this one out. We close out the third quarter of the season. No, actually, we. This is only this is only game number eleven, but uh, we'll be three and zero in the third quarter of the season. Then we head into that fourth quarter with uh, the Rams, the Packers, the 49ers and the um, Vikings uh, to close out the uh, close out the year. So it's uh, it's a good stretch. You know, it's it's a good stretch that we have. And it's been just so much fun watching this team play this year and and watching them live up to the potential that we thought they might have. And actually, in a lot of ways, there's they're exceeding. Uh, that potential we thought that they'd be good we you know we were thinking you know eight and eight maybe nine and seven even after Khalil Mack was added to the team maybe they top out at 10 wins you know if we win tomorrow we'll have eight wins with five more games to play and uh, that's that's a good spot to be in and we definitely have a winnable game next week against the Giants Uh, the 49ers aren't who they thought they were going to be coming into the season Green Bay that's A tough one, but very winnable. And you guys have heard me say for the last couple of weeks how I think that we can beat the Rams. I definitely think we can do it. If we can slow them down, their defense right now is awful. They had to score 54 points to beat a team that scored 51 uh, on Monday. So, I mean, that whole slowing them down sounds almost impossible at this point. But we we are going to have them on the road in Chicago in December in the cold you know it's uh it's 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 leaning in our favor and on Sunday night football so it's it's definitely going to be cold uh on that game uh on Sunday night football so I'm looking forward to that one and uh we're definitely going to talk next week about trap games uh against the against the Giants because the Giants are an afterthought in the NFC right now they're three and seven they're uh basically playing f- you know just to get through the get through the year, you know, they're in year one of a new coach. They're probably going to have a new quarterback uh, next year. Nothing is lining up for, the, for it to look like the Giants can beat the Bears except for the fact that the Bears might foolishly be looking past them to get ready for the Rams the week after uh, on national TV. So tra- trap game will be a very apparent phrase that you'll hear a lot next week because that's definitely what we want to avoid going into that game against the Rams. So anyway, looking forward to tomorrow, uh, hoping that um, that the Bears our beloved have been able to rest up as much as they possibly can in this very short window that they were granted by the NFL even after they got flexed to the Sunday Night game. They've answered the call so far. you know they were able to beat the Vikings on national TV, therefore validating themselves and their record. Uh, to the national media, getting a lot more love uh, from the national media this week. Still think we have some unjust non-believers uh, out there, but for the most part, the Bears are getting the love that they uh, that they deserve. I've seen them as high as six on power rankings. Uh, this week I think I saw that on Bleacher Reports they're in the top 10 across the board no matter what they can't be denied as not being a top 10 team the worst I've seen the Bears ranked in the top 10 so far this week has been eight uh, at this point so um, let's uh, let's enjoy I hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday I hope the happy part comes from uh, from our beloved beating the Lions a second time. Finishing the first sweep of the Lions since 2012, the last year that Lovey was our head coach. And, um, you know, you get some good food in there. You know, you get some good rest. You enjoy your extended holiday. And uh, go out and see a movie or two because that's exactly what I plan on doing after I get done watching the Bears stomp the uh, Lions into the ground and get a few few scoops of food in the guts. I'm going to go out and watch a movie. I don't know which one yet. There's a, a lot of good ones coming out. So... Maybe we'll see. But um, anyway, enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the game tomorrow. All the best from Larry D. and the Bears Talk Underground. So until then, my name is Larry D. And this has been Bears Talk Underground. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.
1: The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
0: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe, now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall, uncovering secrets from his past,